welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM is brought to you by the organizational team, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Hello, and welcome to International Podcast Month 2021, Employee of the Month. We are doing a role-playing episode where we are based on what I just said and the title of this episode, playing Employee of the Month by Brian Fisher. I am Kyle Decker, he, him, from the podcast Quest Friends, and I will be your GM today, which does not mean Game Master, but in our case means General Manager, (laughs) which is actually in the rulebook. That is explicitly what the term is. Amazing. All right, so before we get started on talking about the game and playing it, I'm going to give everyone just a brief opportunity to introduce themselves and what they're from. I will pick on you if you need me to. Otherwise, just we're all podcasters. So we're waiting for somebody to call on us. (laughs) (laughs) We're very good students. Very, very good. We're much better behaved than any of our characters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hi, I'm Diana Lorraine. I use she, her pronouns and you know me from Christmas Tide, Ohio and powered by the players. Hello, I am David Clark, a.k.a. Rain Zero. I use he, him, or they, them pronouns, and I'm here from To Have and To Roll. Hey there, this is Brandon M. Kroos, pronouns he, him, from the podcast The Ordinary Epic. My name is Ryan Bolter, uh, he, they pronouns. I am from both a character creation cast and a horror borealis. A great title. That's a very good title. Fantastic. And all of those shows, which we'll talk about in more length when this session comes to a close. So at the end of this episode, you can find all of them in the description to this episode. But before we get to that, we need to actually play our game. So Employee of the Month is a role-playing game where we all play just, you know, The Office, Parks and Rec. Just a, a fun, silly adventure in just the workplace. And that's all it is. And that's all you need to know about it. (laughs) Although maybe check the content warnings if you're so keen. All right. We all ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. some big things happening today big things big things oh boy did you see did you see on your way in did you see it did you see it i sure didn't okay well there's a 2021 genesis g80 car was found in the parking lot and nobody knows who whose car it is no one where where did it come from well uh, (laughs) carrie carrie i know you're not implying do you really mean we have a customer (laughs) <laughs> we might a real customer and that that is a 2021 2021 <laughs> nobody registers those cars but they're loaded i mean not that we're you know in sales but you know can't hurt the bottom line am i right hey 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 miss pepper sorry, sorry i'm late uh i was uh dumping the rain bucket uh what was the meeting about did you did you, did you see it in the parking lot did you did you see it um the rain bucket no the car the really shiny brand new car. Oh, there was a car? Yes, there's a car. 
Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, it was. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe I did. Uh, is it important to my job if I know? Todd, we have a customer. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you guys are gonna be able to handle the uh the customer thing, right? Because uh, I have to restart the router so that they have Wi-Fi. That is some cutting edge action, Todd, and that is why. That is why we're the top performing RMV in our district. Todd is going to sort of like scanning the room very quickly, start heading toward the back of the office, at which point when he rounds the corner, he will take out his phone, unplug the router and just sit there for probably the next 15 minutes. (laughs) I guess guess I better uh, go clean up that puddle then. Oh, thank you, Arthur. Thank you so much. You take take so much pride in your work, and I really respect that. (laughs) All right, so Todd went to do the router. Arthur went to clean up the puddle. Mm -hmm. It's not too far away, so you just hear the squeaky wheels of the mop (laughs) bucket rolling as Arthur is still sitting in the chair in the middle of this concourse, and then a squeegee sound (laughs) as the mop comes out of the bucket, and then a wet plop on the puddle. Still sitting in the same spot. <laughs> and then, Steve, what are you doing? Uh, do I have a staff, or, or is it just me? And I... It's just you. Okay. <laughs> Confidently stride to the front desk area, make sure everything is in tip-top shape, square my shoulders, do some breathing exercises. Straighten your name tag. Yeah, put on my name tag, <laughs> get the no button ready. Prepare. And as you walk up to the desk, this small, mousy lad with this like very short hair walks up to you and he's holding a little notepad and he's dressed in this little semi professional attire. And on his notepad, he says, Hi, hi, I, 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 I don't mean to, to interrupt or anything, but who are you people? And I want to step back and briefly talk about all of the inhabitants of this place that we work and where we're at. So we are at the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles, for a town that nobody knows in a mall that no one remembers. (laughs) There used to be this very extravagant mall, the Venkman Mall. It was big and ornate and had this art deco aesthetic to it, and it used to be where all the people went. If you had a business you had to call, it was gonna be in the mall. That was a long time ago. At this point, the mall is pretty much in disarray. You're all sitting in these very poorly upholstered chairs that have pieces of glass on them from the broken skylights above. And the only things that remain are your DMV, which no one ever seems to go to, and the local subway which no one seems to go to. (laughs) And while normally places like this would normally get cut, you're in such an underserved area that they needed something up there and, you know, they could squeeze in a few employees. So you don't really hear from anyone anymore. Your bosses are kind of like ghosts. (laughs) But you were able to at least secure this job because you four are the minimum viable people needed to keep this... (laughs) To keep this place open. (laughs) You've all introduced yourselves and kind of what you've done, but I'd like to know a bit more about each of you. So we'll go in the order in which you did things. So... It would have been me. (laughs) (laughs) And who is me in this case? Me would be Carrie Pepper. 
Mary Pepper is the, I'm going to say, junior manager, nondescript title. Definitely junior. <laughs> Definitely the junior in, in the office, though. <laughs> she is just desperate for that promotion and that pat on the head of doing a really good job. And she is just very <laughs> gung-ho to get that approval. <laughs> <laughs> and every character also has a extremely valuable item and a special skill and each of those can be used to add to your rolls again pretty low stakes game so you don't really need to re-roll that often but what are your item and special skills i have the special key ring to everything in the building and my special skill is that i run roller derby <laughs> but in addition to carrie todd we can clearly tell that you are a computer wizard. I'm a genius. By the way, you unplugged and plugged in that router again. But tell me a bit more about yourself. Yeah. So uh, I'm Todd Potemkin. I'm 22 years old. And uh, this is just a job to like hold me over until my real job starts. Uh, I'm still looking for my real job. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, most of the time uh, I make my name here by being the most proficient with computers of anybody in the office, the way that I do that is by Googling all problems that I ever encounter at any time. <laughs> and nobody else seems to know any better. Uh, there's one guy that says he knows stuff about computers, but I don't think he's ever seen a computer that fits in a house. <laughs> my special item is a roll of duct tape, which I keep with me at all times. And my special skill is that I'm actually a geography expert. And I can instantly know the fastest way to any location within 50 miles and where to find the best food. <laughs> and so Todd right now, from what I understand, is just sitting there next to the router, probably Googling street viewing or looking up some of those locations. Yes. Looking for the best pho in town. Ah, the best pho. <laughs> also sitting down and supposedly doing work at this moment, although he may not be on his phone, is Arthur Bennington. Arthur, tell me a bit about yourself. How are you here? What do you like? What are your abilities? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Ar Arthur Bennington at your service. Uh, I have been around for quite a while, more than probably everybody here put together. Uh, we we'll see. But 74-year-old artisanal custodian of this wonderful establishment. Artisanal. I know that others say they know computers here, but... Goodness, they don't make them like they used to, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a punch card any day, and I'll run circles around all of these young whippersnappers. <laughs> my item is a picture of my family, and my special skill is ancient computers, which I obtained as a secret agent from uh, 40 to 50 years ago. <laughs> Amazing. Working for some organization who knows what. It's beyond everybody here's pay grade to know what I used to work for. <laughs> Including yours. Including mine. <laughs> and finally, we have the man, the legend, known only <laughs> as Steve. Hey, it's Steve. I am the DMV's customer service supervisor. Uh, you know, technically, that's that's on my job title. At present, I'm not actually supervising anyone but myself. A manager of, of expectations. <laughs> you know, uh, I like to think that I'm, uh, uh, you know, a bit of a polyglot, a, a leader, a mentor, 
an authority figure, certainly, but also a benevolent ruler. Most of all, however, I'm a friend. I like to lead from behind, you know? A leader leads the charge, but from behind. I'm somewhere in there, and I'm leading, and we're charging. And we're victorious because of it. Not just because of me. You know, the the, the whole group, everyone's important. Everyone's contributing their own kind of sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> My personal item is a big red button that says no on it. When you hit it, a voice says no, and I can juggle. Nice. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I, I, I get that. But, like, what are you doing here? And Steve, that mousy young lad whose name is Miles, is looking at you. Miles is the intern. He is the newest employee, uh, came here a short while ago from that subway, which closed down. Because unlike DMV stations, you don't need to have a subway in a set region. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there are like five different subways within a two-mile radius anyway. So he got canned and decided to work here. Unpaid, obviously. (laughs) But the experience, that's payment in itself. (laughs) Miles, dear sweet Miles. (laughs) I take him by the shoulder. (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. Miles, we are here to change lives. Okay, other DMVs? You know, you stand in line forever, you do what you need to do, you might have an attitude about it, government employees, (laughs) you know. But here, we are giving them the DMV experience they deserve. Look around you. What do you see? A a great, a a great nothingness, sir. A, A void from which there is no return. Yes, and what are we filling it with? Happiness! Happiness, Miles! <laughs> Jeez. How long have you been working here, anyway? Uh, well, th- that's the whole thing. I can't remember, right? Mm. Yeah, come to think of it, I can't either. It's kind of like we've always been here. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. That'd be some kind of shining thing, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a customer coming in. Do you want to take a desk shift? Do you want to? Do you want to learn from the master? Do I, do do I, he's going to turn over and look at you, Carrie. Do I have a say in this? N. O. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) You actually hit the button. (laughs) Fabulous. Amazing. Carrie looks quickly at Miles and then quickly at Steve and is just like, Steve will be a lovely trainer, but I'm here in case you need any assistance. And I have all the paper. I have all the paperwork ready to go for our customer. I have every form they could possibly need. All of them. I have every form. I have every form. (laughs) Miles, she's not kidding. You better come over here. I don't kid about paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Miles looks between the two of you and... This game is not designed for opposing roles, (laughs) but damned if I'm not going to shove PvP into every single game that exists. Let's go. Death combat. So let's figure out what we want to roll as you're opposing things to convince Miles to go with you. Uh, Let's do... Let's do attitude. I knew you were going to say attitude. I like attitude. (laughs) 
Uh-oh. I'm a four on that one. <gasps> I'm a three. <laughs> so the way this system works is that I will assign a difficulty from zero to three, and each of you will have a stat that determines the number of d6s you roll. And essentially, if you get a five or six on one of your dice, then it will count as a success, and you need to meet the number I gave you of successes. <gasps> got two successes i also got two successes <laughs> it's a stalemate yeah actually no we're, we're not gonna have someone win in this case miles is just gonna stand there uh uh you know that puddle sounded very important and he's gonna run off to see arthur <laughs> you hear a clatter 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 as the like wet floor sign kind of starting to jiggle off of the bucket as he's using the end of his <laughs> mop to knock it off onto the floor and just making more water on the floor in the process. I love it. Steve and Carrie each take a bonus die. So to explain bonus die, bonus die are die that can be used once to add to a role. Mm -hmm. So for example, if they did a competitive role in the future, they could use that bonus die, but it it's burned up once you use it. And there are a set number of bonus die and once they're all handed out something exciting like the customer arriving will happen all right so carrie you seem more than anyone else super concerned about this customer coming in now don't get me wrong steve is very excited but steve is always excited <laughs> you've got the paperwork you've got the plan what are you going to do to handle this customer coming in and how are you feeling about it i'm so excited <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I've got all the paperwork ready. Oh, I need to check my pens. I, I, grab, I grab all the pens and I start making, I grab a brand new box of pens and I take all the caps and I put them on the ends because pens with caps should still have them. If they don't have their cap, it's weird. It's like a, the pen has gone naked. It's just a thing. Anyways. We're professionals, God damn it. We're professionals. <laughs> and so she starts the pens because they feel like they don't work when they're brand new. So she starts the pens and not a scratch piece of paper. So that is how she, she is preparing for this customer. Fantastic. I'd ask what everyone else is doing, but I feel like Todd is... Give me an acuity roll there, Todd, to see if you can unplug the router. This is a regular work thing, so it's going to just be a, a one difficulty. Gotcha. Let's do it. I've got, uh, I got a five and a six. So. Okay. You, you know that router so well. <laughs> this router, it is like you have been plugging it in for centuries. Take one bonus dice. Ooh. I'll take that, that bonus die and use my mobile data for the next 15 minutes <laughs> while I make it seem like I'm doing work with the router. <laughs> Todd's, how you, how's your food search coming along, bud? I want to check in with you. There are no pho restaurants within a 50 mile radius of I'm me. I'm so sorry for you, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The, the trouble of living in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I want to go back and live with my dad again. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you homesick, Todd? What? Wait. Miss <laughs> Pepper, can you hear my internal monologue? <laughs> you just sighed. Oh, um, it's this router, Miss Pepper. Uh, it's just... Uh, it's, it's, it's really difficult to, I, I plug it back in while we're talking. Uh, <laughs> it's really difficult to have a stable connection. Uh, I, I mean, um, we're so lucky to have such an IT expert. You know, I, I'm doing my best. Um, I, I know that you were going to talk to the capital office, right? To get us a new router. Yes, it is on my to-do list. I'm going to follow up with them. It's, see, it's on my list and she shows you okay, her checklist okay. of things to do. Okay. Well, um, I'll keep working on it. Until that's fixed. 
All right. Um, <laughs> let's go hang out with Arthur for a second. Mm. Arthur, you are sitting there. You are continuing to mop so, so good. Give me a work ethic roll. <laughs> I will not tell you the difficulty. All right. I got two for this one. So we'll see how, how that works. I got a five and a one. Well, perfect, because you needed to roll a zero because you're putting so little effort into cleaning up this puddle. It's not challenging at all <laughs> to do what you want to do. So I'm, I'm going to count that. Take your bonus die. Ooh. And I need you to roll me a fitness. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> it will be a level one difficulty. OK, I've got a fitness of three, so I'll, I'll stick with that. Oh, I should have not stuck with that. Uh, that's two twos and a one. You're sitting there. You're kind of, you know, getting ready to clean. But if, if you're losing focus, what, what is your mind drifting to? Um, kind of drifting to the old days. What did I what did I do to get here? Sort of thing. Just kind of reliving kind of an old adventure from the past. Because in those old days, you know, even the stealthiest spy couldn't get past you. And as you think that, right in front of you, there's a massive clatter as Miles, who you hadn't noticed walking up at all, stumbles over all of your mops and your buckets and everything that you had out there and just falls to the ground. I lift up my little cap that's like over my my bushy eyebrows and I I look over at him and I say, hey, hey, uh, did you see the sign? (laughs) It says, uh, slippery when wet. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I was just going quickly. I'm, I'm just kind of confused about everything that's going on right now. You know what your problem is? You're going too fast. You got, you got to sit, take a sit, take a seat, take a seat. And I pat on the seat right next to me. Uh, he, he takes a seat there. You see this place? You see this place? Grandiose, right? Grandiose. That's that's the word that I would use to describe this place. It's bollocks. It is just a place to work. But there's nobody here, is there? Uh, n- no. Right. So why do we have to work so hard? I I, I don't know is I I don't know is the thing. That's like why why are we? See. Why are we? Someone as young as you, you gotta understand that. Life passes you by quickly. One minute you're in your 20s, living the life, and the next minute you're 74 years old, pushing a broom and mop bucket around. I mean, that's not in- entirely true. You've also got the chair, and he points to the rolling chair that you pushed out here. And don't you forget it, that is my chair. <laughs> I will come for you. <laughs> Listen, I got a very particular set of skills, and... This chair is off limits to everybody except me. Now, if you treat Arthur right, Arthur will treat you right, so. I thought you were Arthur. I am Arthur. Was there a different Arthur? No, I'm talking about myself. I will treat you right if you treat me right. <laughs> okay, okay, um, I'll, I'll, I'll note that down. And he grabs the notepad and he continues to scribble in it. All right, now, now just stay just for a minute. Take a breath and just enjoy the sound of echoing silence.
Well, I think, and Miles stands up, I think that is enough for me. Thank you so much, Miles. Enjoyed. I enjoyed this. And he... he You're going places, Miles. <laughs> little little text appears at the bottom of the screen. Miles enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur, because I had your roll, normally we do successes, but I'm going to do it on every roll, so Arthur, take a bonus die. Hooray. And Miles starts walking away, but he doesn't make it very far because Todd and Carrie, you also notice this on the one security camera that is set up in this place that is in your office. And Steve, you also see it on the security camera that you see in the main space because this one security camera is routed multiple ways. And honestly, it's the most interesting thing to have on. Like of the little stations, you know how there are little TVs over the aisles? Yeah. <laughs> one's got like that. One's got the ball game. One's got Food Network on. Todd really needs that one on. Yeah. I like to think that these are also like CRTs. <laughs> <laughs> one's showing like one of those, you know, old 80s comedies on that starred someone like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. Like one of those. What? <laughs> Here in the Venkman Mall? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Why did you have to look that up? <laughs> and you all see on the security camera. And Miles says to you, Arthur, uh, sorry, I know we're not supposed to work, but, uh, there's graffiti. Graffiti? What? Where? Who in Tarnations would come in here and graffiti this fine establishment? What? Carrie, like, jumps up from her chair. <laughs> uh, um, um, right, right, right over there. So I'm going to say all of you usher your way out to somewhere down in the mall. You go past many, many closed gates that have pieces of paper on them. And you just see one of the old grocery stores, which you thought was empty, has been just completely turned over. Someone's just spilled over like the spices into like this big circle that's just spread all over the entire uh, mall. There's like lights set up as well that are doing like nightlight things on the wall and it seems like someone has graffitied things you've got a customer coming oh no what this is why would someone do this to this area our beautiful beautiful sanctuary of a workspace i don't know i see this as a win uh we may have two customers <laughs> todd actually like uh takes his phone out points it at the graffiti and he snaps a picture. Yeah, Todd, get this. We're going to need to file an insurance yep, claim. Yep, uh, yep. <laughs> Documenting. And then he turns around and he, and he takes a selfie. Uh, <laughs> Take a bonus die for that selfie. Okay, yeah. Carrie is totally photobombing in the back, making the face. <laughs> Steve sees Carrie photobombing and photobombs her photobomb. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm applying uh, a wonderful filter to a blown up image of Carrie. I'm going to check out how mad my boss is. <laughs> let me let me find a, a good role for this. Um, so first off, what website are you uh, are you uploading this on to? Hmm, Reddit. Yeah. Okay, so Reddit. That seems like that seems like uh, Todd's website of choice. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. It's the best place to troll Carrie. Like you you will go far on Reddit, but determine how far you get. <laughs> I need you to roll me acuity. 
and acuity, your cleverness and perception. Okay. Wow. I got a two, a three, and two sixes. Okay, so two sixes, that would be an intense. So first off, take a bonus die. Wow. I did not ascribe a difficulty to this. Instead, what I did was, based on how you roll, determines how far it reached. And it got pretty far. Like, nice. pretty quickly, you've got a bunch of upvotes. <laughs> By the end of today, you're going to be on the front page. <laughs> this is a day in the life of Todd. Now I feel like we have to recreate this to promote this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, and a lot of people making really fun comments, a few trolls getting downvoted, and then, of course, at some point, it gets into a really ugly argument about religion. How it got there in the right. comments, no one Just knows. Just like Reddit. But it's Reddit. It's Reddit. So that's, if you had done perfectly, you may have circumvented what Reddit is, but unfortunately, you did not. That, that takes a pretty high roll. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So Carrie is now internet famous. In the span of like 10 minutes. <laughs> You're going to get songified soon. Just <laughs> what I wanted. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to tell you, we've got four dice left. Mm. So we're pretty close to you having to handle the customer. How far away is this from our area proper? So this is a pretty big mall, but I always imagined it as one of those ones that's just really, really long. Okay. So you can see from one end to the other. It is pretty much on the opposite side, but as I said, some of the food has been spilled everywhere. Like, around the entirety of the mall, a lot of it, especially the spices, has been spilled. And then the lights seem to be set up here, mm -hmm. but you notice that there is some wiring leading to other places of the mall as well. Okay, I, th I think the best thing to do is to close the storm doors to this section of the mall to contain the view of this atrocity so that the impression of our area is not um, tainted so that we can service our customer in the best manner that we know how. <sighs> and then Arthur, um, maybe once the customer's gone, we can all chip in and help Arthur so that Arthur, Arthur doesn't have to clean it up all by himself. Whoa, 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 Arthur is an artist. This isn't some some clean up the mess kind of thing. This is this is Arthur's shot. This is his David. I I'm I'm not I'm I'm not talking down to Arthur's abilities, Steve. I just I think we should be a little more respectful of the talent we have in our midst. <laughs> yeah, I, I also think we should respect Arthur's talent and um, I am respecting Arthur's talent. <laughs> I am the only one who respects Arthur's talent. Arthur, it's, it's all you. It's all you, buddy. Um, listen, I knew you could do it. I know you can do it, and I know you will do it. We are rooting for you so hard. I'm gonna go and send this email. I'm gonna go see about that customer or two. Todd takes a few running steps and then puts on his Heelys. I'm glad he has Heelys now. <laughs> I'm glad he has Heelys. Heelys. Fantastic. Take a bonus die for the Heelys. All right. Arthur shakes his head, uh, sighs, and starts walking away, pushing his squeaky bucket and pulling <laughs> his chair behind him. I'll walk them all inside. So you're going up there, and Miles walks up to you, Arthur, and says, so are you, uh, are you actually going to, like, Try to do this? I, I thought you said it didn't matter. Listen, everything matters in life. Cleanliness, wonderful locations like this, work, hard work. You know, sometimes 
you just gotta stop and appreciate everything, including the messes. Because once you get through those messes, you know what you got? Uh, not a mess? Right. Order. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, order, logic, everything goes together well when you can just see it all in one place and see it all working just like we need to be. Now grab a mop. (laughs) And with Miles' help, so you will be able to roll uh, an extra dice. (laughs) Give me a roll to clean this up. It is extremely dirty. This will be intense. So you will have to get two successes or more. What what is the nature of the graffiti? Uh, The nature of the graffiti is you've got food spilt all over the place specifically spices around the outside those are less noticeable we probably don't have to worry much about those you've also got these like night lights you know the lights that will like show invisible ink and stuff those are set up black lights yeah yeah black lights and those are spread all over the place you also notice a few emptied bags so like a few backpacks and stuff Mm -hmm. that have a logo of a feather duster on it Mm -hmm. so not the world's most dangerous game probably but definitely some kind of logo that you're not (laughs) familiar with what am i using to roll on this one I'd say work ethic, because you're using your actual job. Okay. Um, And if that's the case, I'm going to toss in a bonus die. Perfect. And then once you use this, that die will be gone for the rest of the game. Yes. So that is a 1-5. 1-5. You are able to clean up some of this. You're able to get the immediate area kind of clean, but it's, it's taking you a while. So take a bonus die for rolling, but you did not succeed. Mm -hmm. You may not finish before the customer arrives. Oh, that's probably my plan anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Avoid social interaction. (laughs) All right. So we've got this car. We've got the graffiti. And Arthur, you're all so confident. He's got it. Miles is there. Yeah. You don't know anything about Miles, but that's probably good, right? (laughs) He's a blank slate. (laughs) What it, What is everyone else doing to get ready? Steve's probably following Todd, racing back mm-hmm. to the DMV so as not to miss this customer. Todd, uh, again, taking a few steps and then coasting for a little bit. <laughs> and um, Terry is closing those storm doors that she said to, like, close off part of the mall so people can't see things beyond what's in front of the area. Yeah, and when, when Todd actually gets back to the DMV, he probably is sending an email. But he's going to make it take as long as he possibly can. So Carrie's left alone with the storm doors. Yes. She is. She's also uh, making a call to the coffee cart people and asking them to come by to set up so that they're available for the customer. Coffee cart. Give me a roll to do both of those at once. Okay. Uh, What do you want me to roll? Let's do acuity because uh, acuity or work ethic, your choice. I'm going with work, I think. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> Ooh, I got three successes. Fantastic. Take a bonus die for succeeding. Okay. And then take a second bonus die as compensation for me ignoring one of your successes. <gasps> Rude. So the storm door, it's very difficult, especially with one hand on there, mm-hmm. you know, one hand on the phone to get it. But like, where are you shutting off? What are you shutting off? How does it work? Um, it's one of those pull chains. So like when you go into a certain section of the mall, there's a threshold 
and you wouldn't notice it unless you knew it was there. But then you like you open up a panel and there's a pull chain that once you start pulling it, it will slam down a very heavy door. And they're really like fire doors, but it's meant to encase a fire if a fire starts to be like, nope, this isn't going to get into another part. So that's what Carrie's pulling down. So if I understand it, you are just shutting off the half of the mall that has Miles and Arthur in it. Yep. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Very dark, like lead can't get through it. Yeah. By the way you're describing this door, this seems like the sort of door that somebody might try to slide under as they desperately try to escape pursuers. Sure. But if it were to land on their arm, they might not have an arm anymore. it would be that bad but that arm would definitely not be in um you would not want your arm to be there it would not be workable <laughs> afterwards all right you get it down and as you slam it down a lot of things happen at once because we have now handed out all bonus die oh <gasps> oh the line on your phone you hear just an old like like when a phone line didn't work steve as you're looking you see out the window Two men finally leaving from that car. Two. Knew it. Arthur, as you're working with Miles, Miles is struggling with it. And at one point, he like trips over and he falls into his mop, but he doesn't knock it over. Instead, he falls through his mop and the mop falls backwards behind him. And he goes, sorry about that. I like rub my eyes, take another look and shrug. Just be more careful. We got a big mess to clean up, and I don't think you can make much more of a mess. Uh, so don't worry too much about it. But, you know, we're going to be here all night if uh, if we keep on making little mistakes. Oh, so, so we're only going to be here one more night? Well, I mean, to clean this mess up. <laughs> right, but, like, we're going to go to Todd. And Todd, as you're writing the email, the Reddit, I never explained why the conversation about God came up. Oh, boy. But there are a bunch of things saying, no real God would let this happen. This is all cursed. <laughs> oh my god. And you notice that your post didn't make the front page, but a repost of it that said, Ah, fucking Reddit. <laughs> Do the dead walk among us? Oh. And Miles turns to you, Arthur, and says, Yeah, but like, how long before we make it to the afterlife? <laughs> And Arthur, you see another light, but this one multicolored, emerge from beneath Miles' feet. Oh no. And you see his face start to stretch and distort as he is suddenly sucked down alongside the lights into this little box on the ground. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) I hate it when that happens. And as that happens... The customer finally arrives. There is a knock-knock on the outside of the DMV, and a harsh voice says, Ghostbusters, we're uh, we're here to here to clean up some ghosts. <laughs> and it is now time for the second shift. Oh boy. <laughs> What a predicament our office workers find themselves in now! Hi, I'm the Great Vespari, 
from the Numenera podcast Quest Friends. And did you know that shows like this one are made by actual, real people? It's true! So before we continue on our hero's harrowing journeys, we wanted to take a moment to showcase some of the other shows that these amazing creators have worked on. So, without any further ado... Welcome to Christmas Tide, Ohio, the little town that loves the holidays. Good morning, Miss Bell. Oh, good morning, Dawn. Good morning. Good morning, Penny. Good morning. Hi, Miss Bell. Good morning, Tiffany. Hello, Richard. They've got all kinds of family-friendly activities to keep you busy. Kid-friendly woods. Rides her bike. Feeds her rabbits. They have a face painting booth. I go over to the petting zoo. When I go to the 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 dunk tank because Sheriff Cider's in it. <gasps> Maybe we can have a sleepover. You're all going to be there, right? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. But in 1981, this bright holiday town started to get a bit dark. Miss Bell doesn't like him. And Miss Bell loves everyone. He keeps showing up with chocolates and flowers and stuff. Don't tell your dad. What What do you think they're arguing about? Oh, that's lovely. Do you have any sisters? Mm-mm-mm. You should count yourself lucky. I hate mine. No one's going to go missing, right? What? Uh, oh, you sound horrible, Tiffy. You do. That was mean, Mom. Don't split the party. Got it. What if Matt's the one who's lost? Like, what if someone's in trouble? Like, what if Will is in trouble? <gasps> what if Will What if Will turned down instead of left and now he's lost? What if Will's the person who went missing because of the tree? It's okay to be afraid sometimes. It happens to everybody. Sometimes. It was an accident. For more information about this Kids on Bikes actual play podcast, follow us on Twitter at ChristmastideOH or go to ChristmastideOhio.com. In a city rocked by catastrophe, four heroes stand against the growing power of a merciless tyrant. Will they find a means to save Corvosa? Or will they merely be pawns in her game? Find out into Having to Roll, a one-on-one actual play podcast of Pathfinder's Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. Thacko, pretty boy, have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't? We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, What am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So, you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... 
This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Coming soon. Visit TheOrdinaryEpic.com to learn more. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and myself, Ryan Bolter, create characters in multiple role-playing games with prominent guests from the games community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. Character Creation Cast always takes time to reflect on the game, its designs, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great session zero every week. Oh, what an interesting batch of shows. If you're interested in listening to any of them, or all of them, you can find links to those shows and more in the description to this episode. And what's that? You're interested in my show, Quest Friends? Well, if you insist. A noir showdown in Las Vegas Disneyland. A dating sim on the Sky Titanic. It's one billion years in the future, and while the world may be weird, our struggles certainly aren't. How can an old lady wrestler move past her husband's death and embrace her daughter? How can a cowboy accountant handle the loss of an abusive rivalry that's defined who he is? How can a boy wizard assure his insect-loving android partner that they're not dangerous? And most importantly, how do they tie all of these adventures in with me, by far the most important character in the entire show? Because they all can do it. They just need each other's help. where we are right now arthur is currently locked behind lead he is surrounded by a variety of materials from the ghost dusters Mm. surrounding the entire facility is a line of spices but the notable one for us is salt (laughs) everyone else on the other side of this in the dmv we have two men one of which is wearing this like very nice kind of lab coat or like professional setup with long gloves, just this thin, frail man. And the other guy has much more of a muscular working man's build. And he has his jacket and he's just kind of done the thing where you unfold it to uh, tie it around your waist and just has a big tank top on top. And that is that is the gruff man. And the man next to him from through the door says, Come now there, Lewis, we don't need to warn the ghosts every time we come to clean them up. After all, it's just a simple cleaning. Yeah, well, you know, there could be other folks around here, Dick. Uh, My name is Richard. And mine is Louie, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. So, you know, yes, I suppose we will knock more if you would like. And they are knocking at the door. And have I seen all of this on the security camera? Yes, you have seen this on the security camera. Roll me an acuity for a second. Sure. This will be a difficulty of uh, two. 
Ooh, I might actually use one of my bonus dice then. Because I'm sitting there like, do I have audio on this as well? That's what the roll is for. Ah, I see. Because you don't have audio. But if you roll a success, you will be able to... Uh, I'm going to throw in one of my bonus dice here. Wow, that's very nice. I got three, five, 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 six. All right, yeah, you oh. you know exactly what they're saying. I don't know where you learn to read lips. Or maybe it's, you know, a ghost power. Who knows? <laughs> Things are strange right now. But you definitely can understand exactly what they're saying. Hey, Steve? That's my name. Don't wear it out. Or you can. That's fine. Um, These guys are saying that there's... It's either ghosts or toasts in this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Have you seen, like, ghosts? Uh... No, but come a little closer, Todd. Do you? Do you know who's in the witness protection program here? Uh. Of course, this is coming up now. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> Todd starts like looking at Steve and kind of sweating. Uh, I mean, I don't know about uh, uh anybody. Todd, is it you? <laughs> it's you, isn't it? Look, look, I don't know anything about that that you might have seen or you might have done. Don't, 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 don't worry about it. Anyway, if it's a commercial vehicle, it'll be aisle six. <laughs> what? Wait, I don't have to talk to the customer, do I? Beckon him in. Where's your customer service boy? Uh, I'm the... Uh, I, I, I probably gotta do something with the... I'm kind of concerned about the ghosts thing. I mean, sorry. I wasn't listening to a word you said. I was just waiting to ask you about the witness protection thing. I've been dying to ask you that for years. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on. Are you not in witness protection? Uh, are you not in witness protection? I, I thought you basically admitted you were. I thought, I thought, hold on. I thought you were in a witness protection program. I thought you were in a witness protection program. Oh my gosh, we have so much in common. Oh, 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 that is amazing. You should talk to the customer about it while I go uh, make sure the printer has enough toner. Because you're going to have to print the documents, you know. Todd, that's a, that's a really good idea. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's catch up later though. This is fascinating. I I, want to frantically (laughs) Google uh, this, what they call it? The ghost dusters. The ghost dusters. (laughs) Yes. I want to Google Ghost Dusters and find out what the deal with these guys is. Absolutely. I'm going to go welcome them in. I mean, <laughs> customers, hello. Carrie's going to meet you there as she's coming from the storm door. <laughs> <laughs> and we we cut to Arthur behind the iron doors. You just hear a snap as his uh, broom oh, no. gets bent into two over his knee. And he like twirls it in his hand. He's like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. And he just uh, goes and starts uh, getting to the iron door and he's like, where's that panel? Where's that panel? Why do they make things like this anymore? (laughs) And he's just trying to find the way to open this door. Amazing. And as you walk to the doors to open it, Carrie and Steve, Todd, I'm not going to have you roll for this because the Ghost Dusters are actually a pretty successful local organization. Their motto is, we will dust all the ghosts or join them trying. (laughs) Wow. So the way the second shift works is there is a disaster, and you have to find some means with which to avert the disaster. But yeah, it is essentially you versus them. Okay. So I would like to be looking at, like, what sort of tools these people use for their ghost dusting. Todd, very much 
as like kind of a skeptical what why are there people who are here for ghosts why are they talking about ghosts and what sort of things would these guys be bringing in that are for ghosts basically if i can find the user manual for the machinery that they use for their job that's my goal okay roll me an acuity or a work ethic your choice I think it'll be work ethic okay. because I'm actually doing an IT thing now. <laughs> <laughs> and I will give you uh, I will give you a piece of information for each success you get. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to burn a bonus die on this as well. I like these dice. <laughs> Four, five, six, six. OK, so three successes. I need to use these dice more often. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are multiple ways with which you can excise a ghost. One is obviously with a priest, but I can get a bit ugly. You can, you know, help them achieve their unfinished business and release from this mortal coil. Or you can stuff them in a box and put them in the back shelf. And that is the <laughs> ghost dusters method. They have many tools. They've got these black lights that they can use to see ghosts, which they normally can't. They've got these little boxes that are like the Ghostbusters one. Essentially, you stand on it, it works as a mine and sucks you in. Uh And then they will also line any place they work with salt in order to keep the ghosts from getting out. Interesting. The last thing they have is they are armed with a specific weapon. And actually, Carrie and Steve, I need you both to roll a difficulty one fitness. Oh, no. All right. Ooh, I got three successes. Uh, one success. When you open these doors, each of you almost gets hit by a giant feather duster that almost looks like a paintbrush. <laughs> and these feather dusters have little glowing strings on the end of them. Oh, that is the final weapon. They have these little dusters. They have a set amount of little feathers on them. They can't have too much or too many. So, you know, never you never want to hit them together or anything like that. Mm. Don't cross the dusters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. So you open the door, Carrie and Steve, and you're probably not trying to dodge it, but you, you know, back up as these feather dusters swing right by you and the two men walk in seemingly not paying any attention to you oh that's fun what's 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 that you get that from uh the spencers or no that closed that closed a long time ago (laughs) we're uh, we're here to help what can we do for you see i told you louis no one here other than ghosts Uh, you know the door could have just opened by itself i'm a pretty muscular guy i just knocked it down um um, I, <laughs> we're we're here. Uh, welcome to our wonderful Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, we'd be we'd be happy to help you uh, register your vehicle. Look at unfinished business. Do you think this batch has going for them? Do you think one of them was a murderer, a kingpin, some uh, rival they got to oh, take down? Are y'all talking about Steve? Or perhaps Louis? It's Simply a list of things to be done. The business at the DMV is always unfinished, after all. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if that's what they got to get done, then I'm glad we're taking them out of their misery. <laughs> Car- Carrie, Carrie, I think we have a problem. Come here, I got to talk to you. But uh... I'm, uh, I'm remembering something Todd told me here, is that he thought I was in the witness <laughs> protection program. 
<laughs> and I thought he was in the witness protection program. It was just a crazy misunderstanding. Oh, also, I think we're ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arthur Bennington, we are going to move to you. You are trapped. Honestly, you're the safest person here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You got iron on one side, <laughs> salt on the other. You've got a massive door in front of you, mm. and the thing that closed it is on the other side, like the little chain thing. Okay, so you come back to Arthur. He is standing over an upturned mop bucket. Water is spilled on the floor. Some of the salt pushed out of the way. And uh, on top of the flat part of this mop bucket, he's got like all these little gadgets that look like they're from like 50 years ago. And he's like putting them together. And he's like, oh, I finally can use this, this stuff. I knew I held on to this for a reason. And he's just trying to put together something that he can deploy to the other side to open the door for him. Okay. Incredible. This is going to be very challenging, but I know you have your, you, you are using your skill because it's a bunch of old items. You've got your like typewriter, your old 1950s TV, mm-hmm. the MK Ultra files, <laughs> less applicable, but still there. I'm going to say it is very, very difficult though, because this is an iron fence with like a little window up top mm-hmm. and you're trying to deploy something on the other side and take things that were very clearly not automated and somehow automate them. So you do get the perk of using your ability, so you'll be able to re-roll, but it is going to be a difficulty three. Okay, I'm assuming acuity? Uh, yeah, acuity, sorry. Okay, I'm going to throw a bonus die in there for five. So if I fail, I'm able to re-roll this, you said? Yeah, if you fail, you can re-roll one die. Oh, okay. Well, that one die would not help at all because I got one success. Okay. And what was your special item again? Picture of my family. Okay, yeah, that would not be applicable here. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> what devices are you putting here? I, I've suggested a few things, but what is this made out of? So, it kind of turned into a, like, MacGyvered together fishing rod that he could throw through that window up top and kind of uh, uh, hook to something, trying to get to the chain on the other side. So that he can like pull it and using this series of pulleys, allow it to to move that chain in the right direction. Okay. And you're trying to hit it and hit it and you're failing. And as you throw the last time, you get a vision of your granddaughter, renowned FBI agent Jessica Never Die. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa! Spy business is a young person's game, all right? <laughs> MacGyver's like from the 70s or 80s or 60s or 20s. I don't, I don't even know when it's from. It's that old. It's not relevant anymore. Just like you. You're going to the DMV. Little tear rolls down his cheek. And as you uh, <laughs> think about that, the device you have hooks onto the other side, but shatters. No. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, let's hop back to everyone else. Just just tell everyone the truth that you're hiding from the authorities, Steve. Come on. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Wow, this is a potent little rumor that made its way around. See, I thought you, it was. You never tell the truth about anything. You're always hiding things in the office. I what I know, things? I, I know you used to be a drug kingpin. <laughs> I know. Oh man. I just. I know. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> Oh, I wish. And and if somebody in this office was in the witness protection yeah. program and you knew about it yeah. and you just told me you just broke their confidentiality and that is really inappropriate and I need to call the Capitol. Uh, here's what I have to say to that, Carrie. No! <laughs> there we go. No, 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 no. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's a no. You're not calling anyone. Also, I am not those things. I would like, I, I don't want to go into the space where these ghost dusters are, because now I'm actually quite concerned, <laughs> but I'd like to try and signal Carrie and Steve. Yeah, how are you going to try to signal them? What I would like to do is take the remote for one of the TVs that's sort of like out in the lobby and just flick one of the TVs on and off to try and uh, get their attention. Okay. Do you know Morse code? <laughs> I don't think I don't think I know Morse code. <laughs> uh, unless Carrier Steve, you think it would be harder for you to be summoned. I will say a difficulty to task to make them notice. Okay, and what would this be? Uh, work ethic probably. Work ethic or acuity because you're being clever, but you're also doing stuff related to your job. Gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So trying to signal them. It's a five or six as a success, right? Yep. I got no successes. <laughs> So me and Steve are just still fighting about this. <laughs> Does the TV flashes on and off? <laughs> we do not. We're not listening to this. I am walking. I am making my way to my desk now so that I can call the Capitol to file a complaint about Steve. Steve is hot on her heels. Like, <laughs> no, Steve, this is wildly inappropriate. Where's the proof? I just no, no, this is just not okay, Steve. Oh, I'm just, I put up with this for too long. Carrie, Carrie, it's just, Carrie, it's too long. No, you can say Carrie all you want. I can say Steve, Steve, Steve all I want. It doesn't make it better. Carrie, Steve. <laughs> Carrie, Steve. Oh, I, Wait, I can hear us in stereo now. <laughs> the TV, the TV. <laughs> oh, I think, I think that's Todd. What, Todd? And I'm like looking at the security cam footage and being like, you need to not get anywhere near the guys with the dusters. But that's our customer, Todd. They're not customers. They're not customers. They, they There's ghosts in here. And they're they're hunting ghosts. We need to treat everyone who walks into this building as a customer. And yeah, by the way, just because they're hunting ghosts doesn't mean they're not also customers. <laughs> what's uh, what's what's the registration? Uh, I, I don't think they're here for DMV related purposes. They're, yeah, their vehicle could be out of I mean, just because it's not out today doesn't mean uh, it couldn't be out in a few weeks. Yeah, okay, or okay. months. Might just look new. But okay, I've been doing some reading. <laughs> And I relay what I've learned to them. Perfect. <laughs> and as you do that, the thing you started doing in Morse code is still playing. So Louie yells, it's a ghost. And he jumps up with his feather duster and just slams down the TV <laughs> with uh, the feather duster, just knocks it clean onto the ground. Come on, come on. <laughs> Todd starts frantically gesturing. It's uncalled for. And the other man says, Louie. Ghosts do not hide in televisions. That is a misconception. That being said, and you notice on the security camera, he turns his head towards where the back room where you are would be. 
Uh-oh. They would still have to operate it. So, Todd, these two ghost dusters know where you are, and they're definitely coming to ghost dust you. Okay. Carrie and Steve, don't know if you've picked up on that yet, but these two men are definitely not waiting in line. They're like vaulting over the do not cross employee little barrier, even ignoring the like little nice note with a smiley face saying, please don't come back here. Employees only. (sighs) This is the downfall of trying to be everyone's friend. You don't have boundaries. They just walk all over you. (laughs) Ah, this happens to me every time. All right. Okay. Now we got to be strict. Now we got to have discipline. Now we got to have rules. We always had rules. <laughs> uh, you know, we had the guidelines. They are rules. They are policies. They're uh, you just donate. Carrie. <laughs> Carrie, I respect you. You should go talk to them. <laughs> this is the opposite of leadership. I'm leading from behind. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's my thing. Steve and Carrie, roll me a difficulty <laughs> two fitness. Incredible. Oh, that's a hot fail. That's two successes. <laughs> What's your pose, Steve, as you're talking with Carrie? Kind of a the flailing arms, sort of. Flailing arms. Yeah. <laughs> and I am using my superhero pose. I have hands on hips, roller derby intenseness, <laughs> as I am staring Steve down. You are watching Steve gesture, and he keeps gesturing, and at one point, you expect his hands to go back up, Mm -hmm. but instead of his hands, you just see the stumps of the ends of his arms, which start fizzling back with this multicolored light as one of the men stands there with his feather duster on the ground, having just swooshed it through the air and uh, through... (laughs) Steve's arms. Oh, Steve! <laughs> Steve's frantically trying to pull out the no button, but he doesn't have hands anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no. It just clatters to the ground. Carrie takes the uh, no button and throws it at the ghost butcher. <laughs> Just give me a fitness. Throw me a fitness. I am using, I'm using an extra point. Good. <laughs> Successes? Two successes? No! (laughs) (laughs) The no button just hits. Uh, It hits Louie on the face, the working man. He turns over to the lab-coated guy, Richard, and he says, What the hell is that for, dick? What what, what do you mean, no? Were you supposed to be swinging at ghosts? I didn't say a thing, Louie. But, and he reaches down and pulls up the no button. We have a clue. You're here, aren't you, ghosts? I want to push the button so bad, but he has it. <laughs> just, just, Carrie just takes off. Carrie goes. Carrie's gone. Push the button. Are you here, ghosts? No. <laughs> All right. All right. This is my favorite prop ever. <laughs> Louis, go get the black lights. I, I think, I think they're in here. And both men actually leave to go out to the car. Carrie, where are you running to? I am running to the bathroom. <laughs> are you just hiding in there? Yes, I need a minute to collect myself. <laughs> How do you collect yourself? Some heavy breathing. I've yelled at a superior. I've thrown something at a potential customer. I've realized now that I locked Miles and Arthur <laughs> in another part of the mall that was a mistake. So yeah, Carrie's having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Oh no. You can come back from this, Carrie. It's gonna be okay. Like, it'll be okay. Steve will never file the paperwork about this. He never will. <laughs> and even if he wrote it up, he'll just give it he'll just give it to you to file. So you can make that go away. That's okay. You can make it all right. You'll just buy you'll you'll um you'll buy um you'll just buy Miles um a donut and then Miles will be happy and you'll just get Arthur something extra to go with the new mop. You'll get him that really nice one. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. <sighs> As Carrie thinks of, she's got it. She knows what she's going to do. She's going to do her work and she's going to make it up to Miles. Arthur, you just hear this muffled screaming <laughs> from inside the box. <laughs> and that is all we currently hear from Miles in the other side where Arthur is. <laughs> So we get back into where Arthur is. I imagine the lights back here are kind of strobing a little bit. Yeah. And all the other lights are kind of shut off. So it's it's got that real like dark kind of spooky vibe to it. And you see Arthur, he's like stretching his back, getting a little bit of uh, twist in his, in his spine. He's like, ah, I guess there's only one way out. And he, he looks up at his challenge, a air vent up near the top of the uh, <laughs> the hall in this mall. It's time to Bruce Willis it. He's got to get to this air vent. And he's like, he's been looking at it for a few minutes now. And he's like, looked at his approach. And he's like, ah, okay, okay. I mean, it's been a while, but you got this, Arthur. You got this. And he's going to try to old style parkour up to this air vent. I will say this is actually relatively easy because you've got a handful of items on it. So I, I will put this as a difficulty two, and this is fix. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my last bonus die for this one. That is two successes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. How do you get up into the vent? Um, I think Arthur reaches up, jumps off of one piece of the, like, you know how in these malls, they've got these, like, columns almost built into the side of the walls at times. He, like, jumps off of one of them and then reaches up and grabs the ledge of the vent with his one arm and kind of swings there for a minute. And then you just see from the inside of the vent view another hand coming and slamming into the <laughs> vent as he tears it off. Incredible. And then he just, like, pulls himself up and flips feet first <laughs> into the vent. Still got it. <laughs> I have an idea. Hit me with your idea. I have an idea that might be able to protect anybody who here might be a ghost. Obviously not me. I have the latest in technology. I'm sitting here rocking an iPhone 5. This thing just came out. <laughs> and so so I would like to grab a can of compressed air and uh, some ink cartridges and duct tape them together because it seems like these guys need black lights to see ghosts. Yeah. And I figure if I can cover their black lights in ink. Okay. I can I can prevent them from seeing any of the ghosts. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say you can put that together and we'll give a roll for you using it to see how it works. Great. Uh, in fact, let's circle back to where we were in the beginning. You are all now back in the main lobby space of the DMV, although this time it is full of salt and will be full of black lights. They're not in there yet. There is a broken... TV on the ground just fizzling. And I will say, Arthur, you can just pop out of an air vent whenever you want. Mm -hmm. But you have Carrie, who has found her resolve. 
Steve, who has lost an important part of himself, and also his hands. I was more concerned with the no button. I think the no button is more important. Todd, who is making this device to... Uh, Render the black lights useless. Yep. And then Arthur, who is popping out of a vent just up top. <laughs> and I want to, because your characters, I think at this point, kind of have some idea of what's going on. I want to give you all an opportunity to figure out how you want to resolve this crisis because the ghost dusters are planning and it seems only fair to give you an opportunity to plan as well. So at this point, Todd is now convinced because Steve lost his arms and the no button to the ghost dusters. Steve is the ghost. <laughs> and, uh, and I need to save Steve from the ghost dusters because honestly, if they get rid of Steve, the next boss that I have might actually crack down on me and stop me and stop me from slacking off all the time. But I don't want to freak Steve out. Okay. So I'm going to be like, Steve, Steve, we're going to, we're going to get you out of this buddy. Okay. You are the best boss I've ever had at this DMV. Oh, Todd, that means so much to hear. And I don't know. I don't know what I would do if anyone else was my boss. <laughs> Do you know I used to juggle? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I used to juggle really well. <laughs> I know, I know. You talked about it on all of our breaks. I really did. Oh. <laughs> but look, okay. So these guys—they're—they're they're gonna bring in these black lights, right? Yeah. And they can't see you yeah. if the black light's not shining on you. Okay. So. I have these. Luckily, there are four cartridges in a printer. <laughs> so, so one person is going to get cyan. One person is going to get a yellow one. One of them is going to get a magenta. And one of them is getting black. It's going to look so nice. So pretty. Yeah. <laughs> if you see a black light, you need to spray it because that'll make it so that they can't see Steve. Why don't we just break the lights? They're historical. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. We need to maintain the integrity of the building. Clearly, I don't have any good ideas, okay? I'm a fraud. I'm useless. <laughs> Thank you for finally admitting that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I just want to make sure Arthur and Miles are okay. Miles is still in. <laughs> still in the box <laughs> screaming. Where is Arthur in the vents right now? Um, Arthur is currently traversing upward into the, the main lobby area. I like to think the vents, the vents actually follow like an entire arch. Yeah, yeah, the air vents, they like go up and they branch out throughout the main building and then throughout the rest of the mall area. So I'm kind of going through and every single out vent that I see, I'm taking out the pair of spy binoculars that I have from like 40 years ago. And I'm just like taking a look around. And then going on to my, my next uh, air vent and, and continuing to just kind of survey. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm just taking a note of the situation and trying to just see if there's any sort of advantages I can see until I get to a point where I'm actually at a good vantage in the main lobby and I can see the three of them conversing and I can I can hear I can As hear a royalty free spy music plays in the background. <laughs> <laughs> And I can hear their conversation through the echoes. Yeah, roll. I would imagine this is acuity, but I know I use acuity a lot. Um, this is acuity. It's cleverness and perception. All right. I'm going to say these guys are a difficulty two. Okay. That is two successes. Okay. So uh, the thing that pops out to you, oddly enough, 
is the door knocker. Specifically the fact that the door wasn't busted down. It seems like, at the very least, Louis, the gruffer man, seems to be very conscientious, at the very least, of the living. Mm. His partner does not seem to have that inhibition, but you know that in any pair, there's the person who says and the person who does. And if this gruffer guy is the person who does, then there's not much the other guy can do without him. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that's 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 the insight you get. Okay. Yeah, so when you see the other three, do you pop out to say hi to them, or are you still just sitting there in your vantage point? No, I'm in I'm in spy mode right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm in solo mission spy mode, and I am observing and reacting. Okay, so it sounds like Arthur is in spy mode, and the rest of you are planning to just make it so they can't see. I think if we have any scissors laying around, I would like to grab some scissors just to... If we get a chance, cut some of the feathers from their feather dusters, because from what I'm reading on, on <laughs> I pull up my phone. I'm like, from from what I'm reading on here, it's really specific the number of feathers that the feather duster has, and if it doesn't have the right number of feathers, that it won't work. It couldn't hurt. I don't think those are actually feather dusters. <laughs> you need to be an encouraging manager. You're right. I'm sorry. Todd is taking initiative and planning. Todd. It's good leadership, Todd. Todd, you're right. Let's mess up those feather dusters. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. Have a pair of scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I'll use my own special scissors. Thank you. She pulls out her scissors that have her name dazzled on them. Oh, my God. All right. So Carrie and Todd each have a pair of scissors. You also each have a thing of spray paint. Yeah. So you all do what the DMV has trained you to do. You Register wait. motor vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> Todd has not been trained in that. The only one who knows how to do that is Carrie. <laughs> and you wait. And yeah, eventually these men come in, feather dusters on their back. You watch as they walk into the actual DMV office and they start setting down lights on little tripods to put light against the wall. Steve's just kind of like, doesn't know where to go, you know? Like he'll start, he'll take a couple running steps in one direction and then turn around and back the other way. And he's trying to figure out where can he hide where the light won't go. Who among us actually has any physical fitness? (laughs) I'm fairly fit. I got a rock and a three over here. (laughs) I have a three. I'm going to try to sneak behind a light so I can spray it from like behind, like go up behind it and spray it. Yeah, so one of the lights goes to set up. Steve is trying to find a place to hide and you notice, Carrie, that he hasn't noticed that a light is about to be set up right in front of him because he's trying to find a place. So (laughs) the light goes on. It's about to press on. I need you to roll a... Yeah, fitness is the best choice. It will be a difficulty two because it's not too, too bad. Okay, I got one. Oh, no. Steve, roll me a level three fitness. Oh. <laughs> like three successes on my three yeah. fitness dice. All right. I better I, I, oh, I better no. use my bonus die on this one. <laughs> Come on, Steve. We believe in you. Oh, that is one success. Oh, no. So, Carrie, how do you fail to successfully spray it in time? I spray the light fixture, <laughs> but not the light bulb. I was not exact enough with my paint application, so it is not effective in blocking out the light. (laughs) Steve, 
you are caught like a deer in the headlights, like quite literally turn around as this light just right on you. And they yell, hey, that's a ghost. Let's go get the ghost. Yes, let us get the ghost, the ghost, the ghost, the hunt has begun. <laughs> and they are going to both just start rushing you. And from above, you hear a thunk as the air vent gets kicked in and it tumbles to the ground with a crash. And out from the vent comes repelling off of the rope system that he rigged up. Arthur with his broken broomstick in one hand. <laughs> and he says, not on my watch. Amazing. Roll me a, roll, roll me, it's a level two fitness. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, two fives. Yes. Who are you trying to get? Who, who are you trying to get and what are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm going to try to get the doer. The doer. All right. Louis. You're going to go after Louis. What are you trying to do with, uh, to Louis? Um... I'm going to try to knock him out on the way down. Okay. Yeah. With my broomstick. Well, you do. Describe how you just clock this guy straight out. All right. So he's rushing in, and as I'm falling down, if they can hear me, I imagine that they, like, look in my direction, and as that happens, a broomstick is, like, swinging into his face and movie style. He goes twirling off to the side, unconscious for a moment. Yeah, he just twirls to the side, falls into the light, knocks both of them down. Nice. I mean, not uh, the ideal way to treat our customers, but <laughs> these guys kind of suck. We're going to have to have a really important debrief meeting later. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's, there's more than one of them. <laughs> but there's only one of me. I can do this. I'll have to try the other invention. <laughs> and you can see the other guy oh no. drops the feather to the ground. Oh no. And he pulls out a portable black light and attaches it to a fing gun. <laughs> <laughs> and the lab coat guy is just looking around like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And I need everyone to roll something to hide. So if you were doing something that relates to one of your skills, you can do that. Ooh. Otherwise, just do fitness. As somebody who has spent much of his job trying to avoid people noticing that I'm not actually doing my job, I'd like to make a case for work ethic. Okay, that, I, I will buy that. <laughs> yeah. I got two successes. I'm going to do fitness but I'm adding one of my bonus dice. Yeah, I think I just got to go with fitness. I got two successes. I also got two successes. I got one success. I'm I'm racing to behind the counter, which is, of course, encased in plexiglass. So I'm attempting to dive through the plexiglass. And if I am truly a ghost, I'll just pass right through it. But if I'm not, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> so in the server room, where I usually hang out, there is actually one of those like little doors that's meant for like a uh, service access. Yeah. Some, some of the art deco facade, like to get in behind it for maintenance work and stuff. And I've sort of turned this space into like a little <laughs> into like a little nest where I can like sleep. And so Todd just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur is uh, quick in his mind and a bit on his feet as well. And he sees this unconscious body 
hopefully uh, just unconscious, and quickly uses his training to kind of shift almost underneath it to hide behind it like a barrier. Just hiding under this man. Yeah. It's very warm. It's like a blanket. It's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is Carrie trying to do? Carrie is um, taking uh, her roller derby stance and like just crouching and just running to get behind her desk. <laughs> you all run your separate ways. And as you do, a shot rings out. It doesn't sound like a normal gunshot. It seems to reverberate through the air, cutting through the void of eternity itself. And there's a bright flash of light like the ends of the feathers. Steve, you feel a harsh, burning sensation. No! And you think, ah, I must not have been able to go through the plexiglass. But you see, you did make it through the plexiglass. The issue is, so do bullets. Oh, no. (laughs) And everyone sees as this little hole in Steve's stomach starts rising and enveloping the rest of him. No. Next time, I want a yes button. (laughs) And Steve is definitely f***ing dead. But like, double dead, like ghost dead. He's double dead. He's ghost dead. Alright, everyone has time to make some sort of action, but after you do, this guy will take another shot. Alright, well I know what Arthur's doing. Okay. <laughs> so, Arthur's uh, all cozy by this guy, but this Louie was tangled up in all these wires and probably disconnected some wires from these uh, light systems that were being set up. So Arthur is going to kind of form a almost a lasso out of one of these electrical <laughs> plugs and he's going to kip up actually onto his feet Amazing. and just like try to lasso that gun okay. away from him. I'm going to say that is difficulty three because you are lassoing the gun specifically and it is a, it is a fitness. Oh boy, I don't have any bonus die. Can I think of the picture of my family as I do this? <laughs> you can think about, you think about wistful. Jessica Never Die, or as she went by when she was young, little Jessie Bennington, as you taught her how to do lassos like all the cowboys in the old Western movies did. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so mechanically, what does that mean for me now? That means you can re-roll one of the die if it fails. Oh, wonderful. Oh, do 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 do. Uh, ooh, I might have a chance. Gonna reroll one. Okay. I'm I'm sitting on two right now. Five. How do you lasso that gun away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I lasso it, and as the uh, lasso is about to leave my hands, Arthur says under his breath, "This one's for you, Jesse," and throws it. And it lassos perfectly onto the yes. the gun itself, and he just yanks it away and catches it. And this man looks to you. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I had a gun in my in my in my hands in my gloves. Was, and he looks at you, and you can see this man's face contort, and he gets upset and disturbed, and he's like, "No ghost uses guns." It's like a zombie using guns. No one. <laughs> and he looks back at the man at the ground and he looks back at you. I, 
I will. And he grabs the feather dusters at his feet and slams the tips of them together. No. And they just start sparking with this dangerous light. Ah. I will not be so easily stopped. Ah. <laughs> and all of you, you can see not the things themselves, but the souls of everything around you. They start being pulled, like these little silhouettes almost, these illusions of things being pulled as not the real world, but this kind of ghost realm you inhabit seem to be getting sucked towards these brushes. Oh no. I'm perfectly happy with somebody else uh, doing something. Otherwise, I do have potential opportunities here, but I imagine that my coworkers are at a more advantageous position as I am training this weapon on this uh, on this individual. I believe, yeah, Todd and Carrie got this. Miles and Steve, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's 50%. Not too bad. <laughs> I mean, Carrie was under her desk and had started the termination paperwork for Steve. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Very important question. Did you finish the termination paperwork? <laughs> what do I need to roll for that? Work ethic or acuity? Uh, we'll do work ethic. And we'll do... How many How many dice do you have in work ethic? Four. We'll do a 50%. You have to roll a two or better. Oh, I got two. Nice. Wow. Perfect. I've been memorizing filling this out for some time. You probably had it like pre-filled. It's very likely. <laughs> All right. Um, spurred on by... The death of Steve. Todd would like to, because it seems that the guy's focused on Arthur right now, try to come up behind the guy and pulls at his roll of duct tape and is going to try to, <laughs> like, cover the guy's face with duct tape. Okay. <laughs> to disorient him and keep him from being able to get at Arthur. Okay. Yeah. Give me a roll. Difficulty two roll. I'm guessing this is probably fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Fitness makes sense. Okay. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to use, can I use both of my bonus dice that I have remaining? Yeah. You can use as many bonus dice as you want. All right. I'm going to, so I am doing two bonus dice on my fitness two to give me a total of four dice. Uh, oh, oof. And I have exactly two successes. I have Ooh. a five and a five. That's all you needed. <laughs> so you just like slamming it on his eyes or or how is this duct tape attaching itself? I think I would first go for like covering his covering his mouth. Good, because he was gonna scream. So that saves everyone a lot of hassle. Yeah. And then and then and then like once I have purchase, I'd like to take the duct tape and like go around <laughs> to uh, start like taping up the rest of his face. What is this? This isn't Home Alone. <laughs> so his mouth is covered, his eyes is covered, and he tries to pull the two ends apart, but they are sewn together. And oh no. he drops them to the ground, and you see everything uh, start being pulled towards it. You even notice that as he like grabs onto a chair, you notice even a silhouette of himself starts getting pulled towards the little nexus there. Oh my gosh. Uh, Miss Pepper, Miss Pepper, do you still have all the keys to everything in the in the mall? <laughs> uh, absolutely I do. We have to go to the subway. This thing is sucking in ghost stuff and there's still some salt left in the in the subway. Let's go. We can protect ourselves. We can save ourselves from this thing. Carrie quickly pulls out a promotion paperwork for Todd. <laughs> 
<laughs> so proud of you, Todd. You're going places. Oh, oh it's just what you didn't want. No. <laughs> all right, so you all run. You're making your way towards the subway. Things are being pulled away from you. You notice that the ghost dusters, as you're getting away, you can see the ghost duster. As oh, no. his and the other guy's silhouettes connect oh, no. with the brushes, and they, which previously had been kind of gray silhouettes, light up like a rainbow before just getting sucked straight into this thing. And all of you are running to the subway. You've got the keys. There's salt in there. If you get in there, you can survive. Uh, one issue, though. The subway's on the opposite side of the mall. Oh, no. And you never open the gate. Uh... <laughs> Carrie can open the gate. Yeah, give me, it was same as, what was it, difficulty two or difficulty three to close it by yourself? I think it was two, because I was doing two things at once. Okay, difficulty two to open it. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it. Difficulty three, because you go and you're like, it's going to be easy. It's going to be super easy to open. But then you notice there's all this junk attached to it. This like old <laughs> mechanical stuff that's gotten like caught up in the winches. And it's just all horribly broken. Who could have done this? I got two. I would like to help. Uh, yeah. Anyone who wants to help can roll a d6 to add to it. Okay. Oh, wonderful. I'd also like to help. I got two successes. I rolled a five. I got a six. <laughs> oh, perfect. Nice. So how do all three of you successfully open this gate? Um, let me see. Uh, with a DM-V. That's how we <laughs> We're with my leadership because Carrie's the leader now. <laughs> Todd just has a little bit of WD-40 that he puts on the, on the chain. I'm knocking like the old tech stuff that broke with my broomstick just knocking it out of the way so it's like no longer an issue. And then we all three pull the chain and we pull it so hard that it then just goes and takes off. It all zips up and you make it into the subway. You uh, lay down the salt. You hide behind the toaster. You grab some of their guacamole. It's all right, guacamole. <laughs> it could be fresher. Do we run past Miles screaming? You do, yeah, you do run past the little box with Miles. Are you going to grab the box? Yeah, I'm going to grab the box. Okay, yeah, you grab the box with Miles. Uh, just still screaming inside of it. <laughs> just go. It's, it's really amazing that the subway's been closed for like a week and the lettuce is still green. <laughs> they do keep it fresh. <laughs> just in the background. <laughs> A demon. <laughs> I'm just talking to the box. Now, I told you to settle down, Miles. You just need to sit and relax and we'll get out of this. All right. <laughs> as everything is as everything is warping on the other side of our little salt barrier, uh, I would like to. Hold on. Can I see the box? Yeah. I, I'd like to turn it upside down so, to see if there's a serial number <laughs> or model number on the bottom that I can search for. Them. Absolutely. Roll me an acuity. I got one success. You know what model it is, but you can't find the specs online. Oh, I can't find can't find the. It's going to take you a while. So, OK, you'll get miles out eventually. But like, he's going to have to sit tight. <laughs> he can't enjoy the lettuce with everyone else. Carrie adds file lost paperwork on miles question mark to her list. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually things settle and the massive ghost explosion comes to rest but none of you notice because you're busy with paperwork and miles and like you know that lettuce so green lettuce it's really green
everyone, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so excited. Welcome to the morning meeting. How are you all doing today? Arthur's sweeping up the last of the debris, <laughs> like in the background. Todd is actually getting a full printout ready on information about the ghost dusters. <laughs> there's an org chart. There's uh, all this stuff. There's two people crossed out for, uh, for Richard and Lewis. Is there an anti-murder board? <laughs> well, I, I, I have some exciting news. All of the light fixtures have been repaired. And she points up to the ceiling and they have all been fixed <laughs> and replaced. They're like brand new. Took them long enough, but glad to see that we can, uh, we can finally see clearly in here now. I also have uh, really good news. I got Miles out. Oh, finally. Yeah, apparently this model has been out of commission for like the last five years. There was a recall on it, and so none of the information was available. And so I actually had to go to an archived page, <laughs> and then that was corrupted. But anyway, I, I figured it out, and uh, so I got Miles out. <gasps> I, I, I'm going to file. I'm going to put that in your file, and I'm going to submit you for another promotion, Todd. Yeah, Um. about that. I, I don't know if... Another promotional is what I'm really looking for right now. You recovered a whole employee. That is very good work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is always supposed to be like a temporary job until like I found something more permanent. <laughs> and now it's starting to sound like this is actually more permanent. I don't know. I, I feel like I might have found a permanent job. <laughs> Todd starts fading away. Carrie's <laughs> <laughs> just blinking at you like the words you're saying do not make any sense. And as Todd has finished his unfinished business <laughs> and starts fading into the ether, we can see behind his slowly fading silhouette, Miles, who's just sitting there wide eyed, just staring. And he quietly says, where is Steve and how do I join him? <laughs> Meanwhile, Steve, there is a heavenly chorus above <laughs> you. In front of you stand the pearly gates and a deep booming voice says, Steve! Yes? You lived a sinful life. Oh no. Full of debauchery and mob <laughs> boss stuff. That was, a, that was a terrible rumor. None of that's true. Do not lie to me, Steve. You mean to say it was all a lie and all a rumor. Yeah, a lot of people said a lot of things. Todd, Todd was supposed to be in the witness protection program. He thought I was in the witness protection program. I mean... Steve! Yeah. In that case, a most heinous error has been made. And for that, I'm really sorry, man. And walking out of the pearly gates, you just see a guy in like flip flops and like with like an Animal House style toga. Oh my god! With just this long beard and says, "Total bummer on my part." You know? Oh, it's cool. It's cool. No, I get it. Yeah. Paperwork was never my thing. Mine either. Uh, yeah. You know? It's, come on in, man. I gotta. You know? You gotta you go, go meet the guys. Go meet oh, the guys. Oh yeah! All right, all right. Yeah, let's go meet the guys. And as you two walk off into the eternal spring break, <laughs> we can see the final pieces of ink on the termination paperwork for Steve, his final piece of unfinished business. 
finally dry. <laughs> and that is employee of the month. Uh, Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for playing. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed employee of the month. If you would like to play the game and read all the rules and learn about the things that I probably did wrong and yell at me for it, or just play it because it's fun, you can find it linked below alongside all of us and all the things we do. So let's do the same order we did earlier. Everyone, reintroduce yourselves and tell us a bit about the things that you do. I'm Diana Lorraine. You can find me on Twitter at Modcaster, M-A-U-D-C-A-S-T-E-R. My shows are Christmas Tide Ohio, which is a Kids on Bikes actual play podcast set in a fictional Christmas-themed town in the 1980s, as well as Powered by the Players, which is a Powered by the Apocalypse actual play podcast. I am David Clark. You can find uh, more of my work at tohaventoroll.com, where we are running uh, the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path for Pathfinder RPG as a one-on-one where my wife is playing an entire four-person party against <laughs> all the crime and corruption of the city of Corvosa. <laughs> I'm Brandon M. Kroos. I write for The Ordinary Epic, a comedic audio drama about found families, role-playing games, dungeons, and occasionally dragons. You can find us at theordinaryepic.com or on Twitter at The Ordinary Epic. And I'm Ryan Bolter. You can find me on Character Creation Cast, a podcast where we create characters for different systems and learn those systems uh, through the lens of character creation with guests throughout the industry. You can also find my work doing sound design work for A Horror Borealis, where I bring the spooky horror and wonderful feels of the music to the, that show. Uh, and also, you can also find me as a game designer for Chimera. The role-playing game is a Powered by the Apocalypse game where you blend multiple genres together and see what kind of happens based on what you build there. And finally, I am Kyle. I am the GM of Quest Friends. We are, right now at least, a Numenera, so it's a silly science fantasy podcast. At this point, we are about to wrap up our first season, so great time to jump in if you want to experience the whole thing, or if you want to experience something new, because we'll be doing some games like this for the next couple of months after that, some just one-shots with fun, silly things like that. And if you particularly like the ghost aspect of this, which I did, because I made it ghosts, (laughs) (laughs) our second season, which will be premiering sometime in 2022, is all about the interaction between a human world and a ghost realm. And it's going to be just as silly and just as weird as this. And we probably won't have ghost dusters, but that pretty much sums up my entire world building. (laughs) So we're going to have something like ghost dusters. (laughs) Amazing. Anyways, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Thanks so much again, everyone, for playing. And I hope you enjoy the rest of International Podcast Month. Bye. Yeah. Woo. Thanks all. Bye. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners. Thank you.